0: the smartest way to hire and now you can try ziprecruiter for free that's right free at ziprecruiter.com/score that's ziprecruiter.com/score ziprecruiter.com/score
1: Here's your chance to own a brand-new 2019 George Coleman Ford Escape Best with power equipment and sink. MSRP at $25,795. George Coleman Ford priced at just $19,999. That's right, $19,999. And you're in a new 2019 Ford Escape Best from George Coleman Ford. Never any hidden fees or adding charges. That, my friends, is how George Coleman Ford does business. Offers good through 331-2020.
2: You're in charge of hiring, and Indeed has solutions, like online skills tests, which let a candidate show that they're the right hire. Indeed will also give you this sticky frog, which will suddenly leap and stick to the face of the perfect hire. Okay, there's no sticky frog. But skills tests, that's a for sure. See why independent research by Silk Road shows Indeed delivers three times more hires than any other job site. Post your next job at Indeed.com hire and try skills tests for free. Gill Strap Roofing
0: 2691232 It's time for the Mark Childress show on 1055 The Roar Sports from a different angle with national guests and exclusive player and coach interviews And now Mark Childress Dreamer my
3: the Mark Childress Show, everyone. Season 2, episode number 5. Always good to be here on a Wednesday night. We're usually 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock. We'll be 7 to about 8.25, 8.30 or so. And then we'll give way to pregame for Clemson basketball. Clemson basketball, of course, on the road at Pittsburgh against the Pitt Panthers. By my side for the show tonight, Mr. Richmond Weaver. Richmond, are you fighting a cold again? Do I need like a... Yeah, we need a barrier. We need some kind of divider. If you get me sick, man. <laughs> I didn't get you this sick This is going to be time. your last appearance on I know. the... Uh, the Mark Childress Show. But, that's right. But you I'm were, okay. like, really bad I a couple was really weeks bad. ago. Yes, and
2: I apologize to all the listeners that had okay. to suffer through my <laughs> laryngitis at the time. And I, you can tell I got a little bit laryngitis going on right now, but... That sounded I, good. I, Your I'm, voice is a okay. little deeper.
3: You're yeah. sounding... Well, that's my yeah. radio voice. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> Alex, please pull that cut. Uh later. So, hey, uh, if you guys are listening in your car, on the app, and in an internet browser, come on over to the Roar's Facebook page. You can see us over there. Uh, we broadcast this show live every week from the Pronk Studios in Greenville, South Carolina. That's where we are uh, this evening. A great studio here, uh, having a good time. And also, a new addition to the set, man. Look at this perfect, brand spanking new Clemson football helmet from our friends at Green Gridiron. They made this especially for us in the show. It's a fantastic piece of work here. You like it? I do like it. Um, yeah, it looks just really I'm disappointed fancy. you don't have it on. Maybe That's we'll work up to that. what we need for, we'll the for
2: the visualization for everybody watching on the Roar's Facebook page.
3: Ah, well, we need you to wear it. We'll figure that out. I'll get okay. to it. I haven't tried it on yet. Maybe I should.
2: Because so I like the shield and everything. Yeah, no,
3: it looks it uh, looks really nice. I think uh, they work with over 200 teams between the NFL and college, and I think they do some XFL as well. Green Gridiron located in the upstate of South Carolina. So uh, there you go. See, really all nice. these
2: all these companies that you don't really know, yeah. behind the scenes, and I love hearing that it's local right here in our own backyard.
3: Yep. It is uh, very very cool, and then uh, we're keeping our eye on the uh, softball game between Clemson and Western Carolina. It was the home opener today. It was a doubleheader. Clemson losing the first game two to nothing to Western Carolina. Clemson currently on top seven to nothing against Western Carolina in the bottom of the fifth of game two. And Logan K. has had a very special day on the mound that we will not go any further into until uh, we get more developments on here. Clemson now moving it to uh, eight to nothing here. So we'll keep our eye on this as Clemson's. Looking looking For their first home win in uh, softball history. It'd be great uh, if it came today. Yes, it looks it like would. it would.
2: And I am so excited for softball, and that probably sounds. Uh something that you might not hear me, because as you know, I'm not a big baseball fan. I mean, I grew up uh, enjoying baseball, played it, and was a Braves fan, also a Detroit Tigers fan, but I just moved away from baseball, just the slowness of it, all of that. But I have been saying for the longest time that this has been a big miss in Clemson athletics, having a women's softball team. Mm -hmm. I never understood why, obviously, I mean, there's a financial aspect uh, into it, and it's not just as easy as, oh, we're going to create yeah. a women's softball team yep. <laughs> like that. I mean, I know you've got to have proper planning and all that, but I always felt it was such a big miss, especially over the past 10 years, as the sport is growing, growing, and growing, and I always felt that Clemson should really jump on that bandwagon to compete with all of the other teams here in the South. I mean, softball is big.
3: Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's great, and hey, it's breaking news now. You know, there's a run rule in uh, college softball, so an eight to nothing victory for the Clemson Tigers and more importantly, a no-hitter by Logan Kamal on the mound for the Tigers. You talk about getting your first win and you get a no-hitter. Logan has long been a family friend of ours as well, so extra special for us and and for our crew. So I know uh, her mama is out at the stadium watching and her dad as well and how proud they must be of her. So Clemson getting their first softball win in the books. It's official now and a uh, a no-hitter as well. So uh, fantastic stuff. The Mercy Rule helping out in the fifth, but a no-hitter is a no-hitter. The first one in the history. I'm really excited, man. Of course. It's very cool, and I didn't want to jinx it by talking about it on the air. Now we can talk about it all we want. Congratulations to uh, the Lady Tigers and to Logan Camel. That's it a went.
2: fantastic way to have your home opener. I know it yep. didn't go as... They had hoped for the game one of the doubleheader for your home opener, but I think it's even better <laughs> that yeah. you get this win with a no-hitter. I think they would take that all day long.
3: Yeah, no, uh, no doubt. So uh, a big victory for them and, uh, and good stuff there. And then, of course, uh, Clemson basketball playing a little bit later this evening, going on the road to play Pittsburgh. Clemson basketball teams drop three in a row. And uh, I consider this a must-win against Pitt this weekend because if, if you drop this one, you've got one of the best teams, if not maybe the best team in the country with the Louisville Cardinals coming in on Saturday. That's going to be a tough piece of work. you got to get back on the winning track against Pitt uh, this evening. So uh, any initial thoughts on, uh, on the matchup tonight?
2: Well, I think the key is going to be is Amir Sims playing, and if he is – is he going to be 100%? Yes. And more Mm -hmm. than likely, he won't be 100%. Mm -hmm. Battling the flu, that's not something that you typically can, you know, come back at 100% full capacity. I Mm -hmm. mean, still, when I think of basketball players and the flu first thing i think of is michael jordan of course right i mean that flu was game. the infamous flu game now yeah. there is obviously all these uh conspiracy theories talk about it wasn't the flu that he was out partying you know the night before and mm-hmm. gambling etc and all of that i'm not buying into that cuz i i want to hold true that he battled the the flu yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> but the, the that is going to be a question you know Close has got to have Amir Sims out there. Yes. I mean, just from uh, a body down low that he can, uh, you know, uh, help from the perspective of getting some offensive rebounds. Uh, Pittsburgh's not a good defensive rebounding team, so I don't know if Trey Jemison's going to be enough to go out there and fill the void of Amir Sims because he's not an offensive threat like Amir Sims is because yeah, no. Amir can obviously step outside as well. So that's, that's going to be a, a big key to see what happens and it's going to be an ugly basketball game. Yes. It slows it down. They mm-hmm. grind it out and yep. Jeff Cable's doing a really good job this year. He uh, is. And he's, he's a heck of a coach so don't be surprised that this is going to be another 50 to 60 point game and you know probably come down to the last few minutes who can make some key shots.
3: Yeah, I think if uh, Sims would have been there for the Notre Dame game, I know both you and I were in the house and Little John over the weekend for that. I think it would have been a, a different result than that one for sure. Hey, if you're just getting into your car now, thanks for joining us here on the Mark Childress Show. Would love to hear from any of the folks that are uh, getting back in their cars now after the big softball win for the Clemson Tigers winning 8 to nothing. Logan came all with the no hitter. Alex uh, Wisnan is one of our Producers here for the Mark Childress show. He's back in mission control at Clemson. Alex, I know you slid over there and caught a couple of innings. Uh, I'm assuming a fun experience as the Clemson softball season has officially started at home. Yeah, Mark, a really fun experience. Um, actually, got to catch uh, the entirety of Game One and then the majority of Game Two, actually. So I was really impressed by the attendance uh, that was there at Clemson Softball Stadium mm-hmm. for a for a really, you know, it's, it's a it's a midweek game. It's in the middle of the afternoon, you know, two thirty p.m. It's first pitch. You know, I think it'd be reasonable to fear that there wouldn't be you know as many people there, but they actually had to turn people away at the gate who were trying to get a ticket wow. to get in to watch Clemson softball. So it is tremendous to see such immediate support uh, for, for for a Clemson team and, and honestly I'm I'm so glad the softball's here and I'm you know, I'm I'm just really excited to continue to watch them progress this season. Yeah, I am as well. So it uh, should be great. There's a ton of game. I mean, that's the best part about uh, college baseball and college softball season. There's a ton of games, man, especially on the weekends. There's a lot of times where Clemson softball will be playing and literally wrapping up their game as Clemson baseball is starting. So I think there's going to be a lot of chances for fans and families to be able to make a day of it uh, between the two stadiums as we go uh, into the year. So again, if you're getting in your car, 654-7627. would love to hear from you about your experience. I mean, hey, you, you witness history. You don't see no hitters very often. You're not gonna going to see a ton of them and you just saw one today with uh logan Kmall pitching the no hitter in the eight to nothing win for clemson over western carolina so uh congratulations to them and uh i mean what better way to start i guess you could have won both games today or you could have got the no hitter in game one but i'm being really picky you are a a great first day for the tigers yes i i would
2: agree i just the thing that i still struggle with though in terms of baseball starting and then softball now Mm -hmm. it's just the elements the weather right i mean Mm -hmm. this time of the year i mean as you can see here in the upstate i mean we're all over the map in terms of 70 degree one day then it's a flood then it's snow and now it's starting to turn again getting cold and that's just the challenge you know how many games are they going to be able to get in because of the the elements and then also just from a fan perspective that's no fun sitting out (laughs) when it's 40 degrees but yeah that shows the commitment and the excitement of the Clemson faithful that they're out there, you know, supporting these these women and yep. obviously men as well. That uh, they can get out there and doesn't matter. I mean, they're, they're diehard fan, diehard
3: fans. And ben, some of them got wet today. I know it was a little rain at the mm-hmm. beginning, Alex. I don't know if you got wet while you were out there at all, but uh, I know they delayed the start of game one uh, due to a little bit of rain in the air, and it looked like it was raining on TV a couple of times when I was watching. So uh, again, more power to them, and congrats on that. Hey, uh, if you're just joining us on uh, the Mark Childress Show, every Wednesday night from 7 to 9... Unless there's men's basketball like there is tonight. So we'll only go from 7 to about 8.25, 8.30 tonight. And also you can jump over and uh, watch us on Facebook as well on the Roar's Facebook page. It's a great way to jump in the comments. We already have some people commenting on it. Ask questions and, uh, and do things that way It's a good way to be able to jump in and hang out with us as well. So um, we didn't have a show last week, Richmond, because of basketball and this week. So there's plenty to catch up on. Did you watch any of the XFL this weekend? Zero. Really? Some highlights but that was it too busy or no not too busy okay. I,
2: I think I'm maybe I'm in the minority mm-hmm. but I, I'm I like the break with the football uh, that the anticipation of now the next season coming yeah. and it, it, by the time the Super Bowl I mean there was that few days after the Super Bowl it's like oh wow. Football's over. Mm -hmm. Wait a second. You know, I don't have that to look forward to. But I'm also a basketball guy. So it's easy for me to transition into this season because now I really can gear up for March Madness. Yes. So I love that transition that, okay, had my football fix. Now I can really dial it in with basketball. But not everybody is a big basketball fan. Mm -hmm. And so it can be a challenge. So maybe that was, you know, some of the the fan bases going over, uh, you know, to watch the XFL because. I at least did see attendance look pretty good, yeah. You know, but I didn't see how the action looked in terms of actually watching a game, especially with some of the different rules that they have, right. uh, that type of thing. For me, I just don't have a whole lot of interest in it, and I, I, I question the staying power. Uh, are fans really going to want mm-hmm. football at that type of level? It seems like there's obviously a true distinction you have pro uh, with the NFL yeah. and then college, and some people are one camp or the other. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a hybrid. I like both. I can really get into both, probably college a little bit more, but I, I just don't see where does, it's like, where does this third piece fit in? And for me, I just don't have room
3: for it. All right. well as a fan. Then, then just sit up the rest of this segment <laughs> and I'll talk to you about how that, no, I'm just kidding. The uh I enjoyed it. I mean it's uh it wasn't gimmicky like it was, you know, I'm I'm old enough, so are you, to remember the first iteration of the X F L, which was over the top and every it was wrestling on a football field, right? And all and all the theatrics of that and stuff like that. You know, I, I felt like the, the play of football was good. I mean kind of maybe like watching an FCS game instead of an FBS game, but I mean, there were enough players out there that you recognize. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing that guy play in Death Valley. Uh, that guy played for Ohio State. Oh, he was from Alabama. You know, I think there was enough of that going on. Uh, I thought the broadcasts were good. Uh, they had some different camera angles. They did have some of the experimental rules with the different ways that they do the kickoffs, which I liked. You go for one, two, or three. Most of the guys usually just went for one, which to me, why not go for three uh, every single time from the 10-yard line. So, I I think there's some nuances there uh I really like... So Tom Luganbill, who we've had on the show oh, yes. here, I like was Tom. on the sidelines on Saturday for the opening game. And guys are walking off the field, and Tom's sticking a mic in their face, right? hey I did Kicker, see that highlight. You missed a field goal, man. What happened, <laughs> right? Or how did it feel to make that tackle or score the first touchdown in the history of the XFL? I really like that element of it. You and I talk about this a lot. I'm a nerd for the sloppy, behind-the-scenes stuff. I think that's fantastic. They showed us inside the booth when they did reviews. And you could hear the review talk back and forth, right? Like, oh, you can see where his knee's down on the four-yard line. You need to set the ball on the three. That was another piece of it that I liked as well. So there were enough aspects of it that I enjoyed it. So I watched a good chunk of the first game and the second game on Saturday. But Sunday I got caught up watching something else, and I went to the Clemson game, never even thought about the XFL on Sunday. So even me, who is excited for it and wants to see more, is it circled on my calendar this weekend? Uh, I don't know, but I'll probably try and watch some of the games. Yeah, well, I think
2: that's how... A vast majority of the fans that watched the XFL, at least what I perceive, yes. talking with other people, that yeah, I wanted to check it out, but we'll see how much I follow for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably pretty accurate. Uh, but it looked like the ratings are very similar to the American Football League yes. uh, or the Alliance yeah. American Alliance Football. So now again, it's the attendance that was far superior. Than I thought the that football was great. alliance. Yeah, so that's good. It's just what happens continuing. Well, I think it's forward. definitely
3: going to take a step back. Now, the XFL games did, or at least a couple of them, outrated every NBA game, every college basketball game, and the golf this weekend. So, from a sports perspective, it just depends on, you know, it's not going to compete with the NFL. Which no, is, it's not just eight x what everything exactly. else is. It's not really going to compete with college, you know, football either. But if you could put a product on every weekend that is competitive with, you know, college and, and NBA's from a rating perspective, then there's money to be made there. Well, and the, the rights for XFL are very low. And The fact that you've got Fox and ABC behind it, I mean, I, I don't think it's going to fade away in three weeks. But it'll be interesting to see how the season rolls. Well, up. I thought it was interesting too because obviously with ABC.
2: Uh, broadcasting it that's different Mm -hmm. than the Alliance that had CBS and there seemed to be a certain type of talk track after this weekend that ABC and ESPN was pushing out and it was amazing weekend for the XFL. Of course. I mean, I kept Mm -hmm. hearing that all the time. That was the message that was being sent out and kudos to them. I get it. That's, That's part of their job as a as a company, they're going to be marketing yep. whatever they're broadcasting and wanting it to continuing. I mean, they're a commercial company as well. I mean, they're putting out commercials, and I've always said that. That's that's why we see the SEC yeah. is the greatest conference in mankind, right? Yeah. Because you've got the big, bad ESPN pushing that that is, in fact, the storyline, and I, that's seemed to be the same thing with XFL.
3: And having a lot of the talent, I think, from college football and even some of the NFL folks that were there in the booth, I mean, it just gave it a gravitas that that I didn't expect. And then the number one thing that jumped out to me was you had the point spread and the under-over For the game. Oh, it's all about betting. In the scorebook. It's there the entire game. And as the games are getting close, like in the first game, it was Greg McElroy in the booth in the color. You know, they got within one score of the under over. And he's like, wait a second now. There's a lot of people watching. Are they going (laughs) to get over? Are they going to get under? I think the XFL is going to fast forward the... Focus on gambling in sports, professional sports, and how that's going to just become a part of the games now. That this is another thing that you're going to be paying attention to. It was openly talked about the entire game, whereas you're not really hearing that at all in any of the NFL broadcasts today, or even NBA, especially not in college. But I think it's kind of a snapshot into the future. So oh, it's the- serves its place for me for a number of reasons. Oh, yeah,
2: they're the first ones to really embrace, yes, obviously the betting and the legalization yep. that's occurring, and which that will happen eventually. All 50 states will be legal and there'll be the front runners because they embraced it first yep. and then it'll be interesting to see what type of fan base they continue to get and that's why i do think there's going to be a contingency of the people that love to bet they'll be watching just because they love to bet yes it, regardless of what it is now it only magnifies it that is football because everybody loves watching football for the most part you yep. know it's easy to and then if you're a better why not
3: I agree. All right, coming up next segment, there are two things that came out this week. Uh, One is about rule changes, and the other is about the way that a professional sports league might focus on the playoffs going forward. I love both of these things, and I know Richmond's going to hate them, so we're going to be debating that coming (laughs) up. And also, hey, if you were at the Clemson softball win today and you just got in your car, give us a call, 654-7627. We'd love to hear uh, how you enjoyed your afternoon today. Richmond Weaver here with me. This is The Mark Childress Show. Yeah. No.
0: The smartest way to hire. And now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash score. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash score. ZipRecruiter.com slash score. I promise that you'll never find another like me. With the Capital One Saver Card, you earn 4% cash back on dining and entertainment. That's 4% cash back on milkshakes with extra whipped cream. And 4% to get extra out at the show. The Capital One Saver Card. Earn 4% on dining and 4% on entertainment. What's in your wallet? Hey guys, it's Taylor. You can buy my new album, Lover, at Taylorswift.com. Terms apply, Capital One Bank, USANA. Did you know you can recycle
2: used cooking oil? One gallon converted into biodiesel fuel reduces greenhouse gas emissions up to 87% when compared with petroleum diesel. Recycle your used cooking oil at a designated Anderson County Residential Waste and Recycling Center. Do your part to fuel our future. Recycle your used cooking oil. Call 260-1001 or
3: go to andersoncountyfc.org from the Anderson County Solid Waste Division.
1: This is James Hill, Executive Director of Clemson Downs. We're excited about another season of Clemson Tigers baseball, and we look forward to what Coach Lee's team will do this year. Remember, Clemson Downs is the only continuing care retirement community
3: in the Clemson area. For more information on all our levels of care, visit ClemsonDowns.com or call 654-1155 to arrange a visit for
1: you and your loved one. It's been a great season for Clemson Downs and Clemson Athletics. Go Tigers!
2: Have you searched all over for your family's vehicle and can't find it on the lot? With the largest selection of Nissans in the upstate, Granger Nissan of Anderson is sure to have what you need in stock and ready to drive off the lot today. Proudly serving the upstate, Granger Nissan of Anderson is a proud partner of the Clemson Tigers and home with a lifetime powertrain warranty on all new vehicles. Conveniently located at 3510 Clemson Boulevard in Anderson and only 25 miles from Greenville and online at GrangerNissanOfAnderson.com.
0: Valentine's Day is upon us.
3: And you know, your team at Reed's Jewelers will make sure you find what you want for your loved one. From diamonds for her to watches for him. Reed's Jewelers. Upstairs in Haywood Mall, next to Belk. Endorsed by Roar listeners like Zeke. I'm calling in for one of your sponsors, man. Wally over there at Reed's Jewelers. Go check him out. They'll get you what you need. If not, he'll find it and he will definitely take care of you. Zeke loves
0: Reed's Jewelers. You will as well. Reed's Jewelers. Haywood Mall, next to Belk. Online at reeds.com. And now, back to the Mark Childress Show on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. My veins are blue,
3: Welcome back in to the Mark Childress Show every Wednesday night from 7 until 9. Mark Childress here with Richmond Weaver. If you're listening in your car on the app, For the roar, or on an internet browser, coming over to Facebook. Uh, We stream this show, simulcast it from the Pronk Studios in Greenville, South Carolina, which is where we are sitting this evening. Thanks for hanging out with us. Hey, if you are just getting in your car after the first ever home softball win in the history of Clemson, Give us a call, 654-7627. Alex, our producer in Clemson, was telling us a little bit about his experience today. Would love to hear what you uh, had to say about your time at the ballpark today. Where you witness history, okay? Clemson getting their first win ever, 8 to nothing. First home run was hit ever in that uh, ball game as well. But more importantly, Logan came all. 11 strikeouts in five innings and a no-hitter, the first no-hitter, obviously, in the history of Clemson softball. Absolutely amazing for her. Logan, a family friend of ours. So I've known Logan since she was born. Her parents, uh, Angie and Teo, used to live in our neighborhood in Atlanta. So we have known them uh, for a long time. Uh, Logan's younger brother, Drew, passed away in a car accident a few years ago. And Drew's uh, number that he always wore in basketball and things like that around where we lived in Atlanta was number 34. So she wears number 34 to honor Drew. And uh, that's got to be even extra special to them today. It
2: was a little emotional. Yeah. After that no hitter, then. Oh, and
3: it has to be. And then uh, her other brother, Matt, uh, was born with a heart defect, and he has you know overcome a lot of that and and gone through a lot of odds. He was also in the same car accident and uh, had some pretty serious injuries and survived. So uh, amazing story what Logan's been through in her life already. She was committed to Tennessee, um, and Clemson announced that they were going to form the softball program. So she was the first ever commitment in their history of Clemson softball. She started the first game ever for Clemson. Remember to Saint John last week and got the win, and then the no-hitter today. I mean, it's almost like a movie script uh, that's being you written for right now. And I got goosebumps even thinking about it. Yeah, it's uh, it's really incredible. So uh, hats off to Logan, hats off to Clemson Softball on a very, very special day today. Wish I could have been there, but uh, we had the Mark Childers show to do. We had Alex there and plenty of other fans as well. Like Alex said, they were turning folks away from the ballpark today, so I think that is fantastic stuff. And again, if you want to get in, six five four seven six two seven, Anything that's on your mind, uh, Richmond and I will be breaking down the Clemson-Pitts uh, basketball game. It'll be coming up a little bit later on this evening. We'll be done about 825 or so tonight. We'll give way to the pregame. And then hopefully a much-needed Clemson victory coming for the men's basketball program. They fall into 5-8 and eight in the ACC. Really need to get a win, especially with Louisville. The Cardinals coming, calling Saturday afternoon at 4 o'clock. And Little John, you going to be there? You will be there this Saturday? Yes, sir. Yep, we'll both be there uh, supporting the Clemson Tigers. That uh, that should be good stuff. Stuff there, so um, Amir Sims, I have not heard yet. If anybody hears, please hit us up in the uh, the Facebook comments here. Um, Amir out for the flu, obviously against Notre Dame. I think that was the difference in a win and a loss for the Tigers in that one. I know he made the trip. I did hear earlier today that he made the trip up to Pittsburgh. Wouldn't think he would be heading up there unless they were at least hoping to get him on the ball court this evening. So uh, we'll keep our ear out for that. We'll keep on looking at Twitter, and, uh, and we'll see what breaks down and what comes through uh, a part of all of that. All right. Uh, hey, let's go to the phone lines. And, again, if you want to jump in, six five We've got Paul on board with us. Paul, man, how's it going? It's going great, Mark. How
2: are you
3: all doing tonight? Doing good. Hey, you coming home from the softball game?
0: Yes, sir. Both, uh, both games. The so first game was, was uh, kind of getting our sea uh, likes about
1: us. And the second game, we took it to them.
3: That was great stuff today. So I heard the crowd was great, and I know the weather wasn't fantastic. So you spent a good uh, five hours at the ballpark, I guess, and got to see two ball games. That's one of the best parts, I think, about softball is it moves pretty quick. It goes really quickly, and uh,
1: the crowd was engaged the whole time. Uh, West Carolina represented, they were happy,
2: but uh, we, we took it on the second game, so that made it all good. Fact and you saw... The Murphy roll was really
3: nice, but... Yeah, no, that, that helps, and uh, also, when your pitcher doesn't give up any hits and throws a no-hitter, that helps a little bit, too, yeah? Oh, absolutely. A uh, lot of, uh, of presence
1: uh, prep there today. There's
3: celebrities in the crowd, as usual. Yep. And uh, it was uh, good
0: overall.
3: Good good stuff, Paul, man. Thanks for giving us a call. And uh, I bet we're going to get a lot of these calls and hear a lot of this this season from what's going on. Now, I was watching on uh, TV. The games were on the ACC network. Dabo Sweeney was there. Uh, Dexter Lawrence was right there next to him. And Dexter had one of those big tubs of popcorn, you know, like you get at the movies. (laughs) And when he put his hand in it, it was like he's such a big guy, it almost looked like just a regular cup of popcorn. Does that make sense? It does make sense because it was so big. and Dabo was chowing down on TV then, and I think so somebody uh must have reached out to him because he was just eating away, man. <laughs> you know, it, every, every they had every snack imaginable there in front of him, and then he backed down a little bit. So I'm betting somebody called him, like, Hey, Dabo, man, you're on TV, maybe you shouldn't be eating. <laughs> so hey, uh, Faxon, our producer here in uh, in-house in house uh, in the Prong Studios, sending me this. Uh, Tigers take on the pitch. Panthers tonight, from what I am hearing, Amir Sims will be playing. That coming from Terrence Oglesby, uh, who's got the great uh, articles that he's writing now and podcasts over at TigerNet. So I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, all good. But it looks like That's it might info. be good things for uh, Amir Sims playing this evening. And also Joshua Needleman. I'm hearing Amir Sims will play tonight. The forward who leads Clemson in points and rebounds. Missed Sunday's loss with the flu. He'll help the Tigers inside. So a couple of people. We haven't seen anything official from the school yet. But I also reached out and touched Richmond's arm. And he's sick. So I'm going to have to run. and uh, (laughs) Sanitize. uh, We need some hand sanitizer here uh, hanging out with us. You'll be fine. Yeah, if you want to jump in, 654-7627. Please jump in uh, and join us here. So, hey, a couple of uh, pieces, I guess, of breaking news this week and I when I heard it initially I thought it was a joke and then when I dug into it it was true so on Sunday Major League Baseball said they were exploring a new way of doing the playoffs where both the National League and American League would have seven teams that would advance to the playoffs you would have the 3 division winners and 4 wild cards so the number 1 seed would get a bye in the first round of the playoffs then the number 2 seed would get to pick which one of the wild cards they want to play, then the three seed would pick the other wild card they want to play, and then the two remaining wild cards would play one another. And instead of having that one-game elimination that they've had in the wild card the last couple of years, which I loathe, it would be a three-game series with the higher seeds or the division winners in the top wild card getting home field advantage for all three games, which I thought was kind of neat. I love, love, love the idea of teams being sitting there, it's, it's on television, the number two divisional winner, which would have been the Atlanta Braves last year. So you've gone to the Atlanta Braves, I don't know if it had been Brian Snitker, I don't know if it had been somebody, you know, Alex Anthropoulos, one of the players, who walks out there and says, the Atlanta Braves have elected to play this wild card. I, I think that is a fascinating concept that I love, I think we should see it in all of the sports. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to bounce the ball over to Richmond Weaver, who's probably going to tell me why I'm wrong. I wouldn't
2: say I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. I'm going to tell you why I question why they're even wanting to look at this. Outside of the fact that baseball, give them credit, they're trying to do something. Yes. Right? Okay. Mm -hmm. So I I give them credit. But when you and I talk about baseball, do we ever... Talk about, oh, man, the baseball playoff system is just horrible. Yeah. It's just broken. <laughs> they need to fix that. I wish they would look at fixing the playoffs, the postseason. Yeah. Do,
3: we, do we ever say that? No, no.
2: I never say that. That's I, I have no problems with – the baseball playoff system. So why are you trying to change something that really doesn't need to be fixed? Now again, they're trying to be a little progressive mm-hmm. and trying to do something to gain, gain some attention. Yes. But that drama, which I do love the fact of the drama that, that would create another organization picking like, Yeah, we think we can beat you. You know, so And you're not a baseball
3: guy. You would you would watch that. I right? would
2: watch that. And you're yes. not a baseball guy at all. Correct. Okay. But then, that's it. You've got me dialed in for Mm -hmm. that moment, and then maybe the first game a little bit. But after that, the excitement of that drama on reality TV, it's over. Do something towards the game that continues to get fans engaged throughout the whole Yes. Game itself Well
3: not just that's a completely different you know conversation topic because I think there are a lot of things that baseball could be doing and doing differently. I get where you're coming from. I do I guess talk a little bit about the uh, baseball playoff system because that one game wild card playoff, is a travesty. I just think yeah, it's a terrible why is it idea. a travesty? Because I just, that
2: adds excitement, that adds drama. I mean, it's you talking It does add drama and excitement,
3: about... and I know more get in. I think part of it's the Braves kind of got robbed in one of those games. Oh, four so or five there's years what ago. it is. <laughs> um, and you play 162 games, I guess, to play one game. I, you know, I like the idea of maybe if that was a three-game series, but then you'd have to delay everything else. So I'm not necessarily in love with what they're doing today. Baseball's got to do some stuff to be relevant. They're also coming up on a labor agreement pretty soon. So to me, this is a negotiation point for one of the sides, right? Because either the owners are going to want this and the players aren't, or the players are going to want this and the owners aren't. And this just becomes one of the other things that you end up arguing about uh, when that's coming up here, I think, in a couple of years for baseball. But I I think it would be fascinating. And and on Twitter, I mean, everybody would weigh in. You know, I'd be be the Braves. I'd be like, dadgummit, Braves, don't pick the Nationals. You don't play the Mets. You want the Diamondbacks. And they pick somebody else and I'd be all outraged and see I told you I just think that baseball which no one ever talks about and even if it's just for a day right, or two days where you're leading up to it and getting ready and then the choices are made and then it probably stays in sports talk the next day as well that's more than anybody's talking about baseball today and to give them credit, yes. But,
2: and there's also this, at least, is trying to draw the attention away from the cheating scandal that's <laughs> yes. going on, right? <laughs> yes. One of the so, things we
3: could be talking about, yes. other than this. So yes.
2: Maybe they want to focus on cleaning that up. Yeah. And I, I think there's still a lot of controversy surrounding should the players also, you know, have some type of ramifications for their involvement, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Specifically to the players, not just the organization. And should the Astros, should they even be still considered World Series champs? You know, there's there's a lot of questions. They haven't centered. done
3: anything about it yet. They haven't, and it doesn't yeah. look
2: like they're going to. Uh, and so, I think this is just a way to divert the attention. So it's smart on baseball to do that. Mm-hmm. I, I get that. And again, when I heard it, my initial reaction was like, w- "What are we doing again?" I do like the fact what you mentioned, the drama on TV. That that would be exciting. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a little bit to the same point. Selection Sunday, you love Selection Sunday for March Madness. Yeah. Because seeing, you know, who you're going to play, mm-hmm. I mean, it's obviously very unknown. So this would be a little different yeah. aspect. That it's
3: not Mike Krzyzewski coming out there and saying, we'll play Campbell, <laughs> you know, and, and then picking and everybody reacting. But it, it's close. But I wonder if there also could be, you know, the,
2: um, the reverse of what you think would happen that a team that would be favored, oh, That's the team we want. Is that almost like billboard or, you know, uh, bulletin board material? I think it could be. Right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you want us because you think you can beat us. Or
3: is there bad blood between teams during the season and you're like, all right, guys, you threw in our pitcher. We're coming for you. We're going to. I love it. I mean, I heard it. And I'm like, I think this is great. I, I know that the NBA's talked a little bit about that, you know, reseeding all 16 teams for the NBA playoffs and letting the first team come out and literally pick who they want to play in the first round. I think anything like that is great, and that would get fan bases fired up. It would get teams fired up. Everybody would be motivated. I, I just think across the board, it's a great thing. Whether it happens or not, who knows? We're still a couple years away, but we. Well, the talk question
2: would it. also be then again, you're opening. Up- up to even more teams to make the playoffs. Yes, and how you know is that beneficial? Yeah, that you open it up to that many teams because you could get into a position where easily there's four or five teams that have a losing record if you're yes. opening up to that many teams. And again, is that you know what you're wanting to reward for that long of a season? That's why. I think they should somehow shorten the season. Shorten the season. Yes. yes, I mean, I think that's the easy fix, but it all has to do with money, and mm-hmm. so it's not as easy. When I say that's the easy fix, yeah, easy for me to say, but I don't own a team. You know, I don't have a, a direct financial involvement, so I get it. These guys, they don't want to give up. You know, those opportunities of making money.
1: Now, but I'll they've got to look at page, yeah. from
2: the long term perspective, though that. It might be a a situation where it's addition by subtraction, where in terms you do some changes, shorten the season, but does that get fans more engaged and does that get them more involved and does that create better ratings? And then better ratings mean bigger TV deals that you could go out and get from these Companies, especially now with the streaming thing, yeah, Amazon, Netflix. I mean, mm-hmm. they they want content, and yeah. they're they're not
3: afraid to throw some money at it. I agree. All kinds of different uh, ways to look at it. There's 16 teams that make the playoffs in the NBA. There's six that make the playoffs, and uh, um. NFL in each conference so 12 in all and this would be 14 baseball teams making it so it kind of falls in between uh, the two of them so it's not that egregious as far as the number of teams making it
2: that's relative to other sports yes but it's different baseball and that's where the yeah, baseball purists I mean well and also you remember
3: you know, wild card was a big deal. Oh, I know. Right? Now you're going to make a lot of people mad, but they made me very happy, <laughs> and that's all that matters, right? Yeah, exactly. I'm uh, happy and excited about it. All right, there's a NBA basketball game going on this weekend with some new rules attached to it for the All Star game. Oh man, I love this even more. I want to see what Richmond Weaver thinks about it. Richmond Weaver here with me, Mark Childress. This is the Mark Childress Show.
0: So keep your love locked down Your love locked down be in the air, Valentine's Day, at Joe's New York Pizza
3: for a special romantic dinner. With a four-course meal by candlelight, Joe's will offer a family-style menu,
0: including soup and salad, choice of entrees, dessert, and wine or beer, an intimate evening, including a violinist and roses for the ladies, with limited seating at 5.30 and
3: 7.30, just $70 per couple, reservations only. You know how hard it is to find a place to dine on
0: Valentine's? Call Joe's Clemson. Call Joe's New York
1: Pizza now at 722-5464. It's baseball season in Clemson, South Carolina. Show your love for the Tigers everywhere you go with your Clemson University debit card from Founders Federal Credit Union. If you bleed orange and purple and want to show your team spirit, get your Clemson University debit card today. Head to the Clemson office, get yours, or visit foundersfcu.com to order your card and have it shipped directly to you. Not a Founders member? Visit relaxjoinfounders.com. See if you qualify for members Founders Federal Credit Union is federally insured by
0: NCUA. When Allstate agents and employees go to work every day, their number one priority is protecting what matters most to you. For military veterans, that instinct to protect also comes naturally. No wonder thousands of veterans build good careers with Allstate. And now, Allstate is ranked the number one employer on the 2020 Military Friendly Employers List. You're in good hands with Allstate.
3: For career opportunities or to get a quote, contact Allstate today. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.
0: Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? So, you ordered some wipers online with our free same day store pickup? No problem. We'll grab those for you so you can get back on the road. You know, we also offer free next day delivery. You just order what you need on AutoZone.com by 10 p.m., and we deliver it to your front door the next day. It's perfect for those projects that can wait until tomorrow. Getting your job done just got easier. Free next-day delivery on eligible items on orders over $35. Restrictions and details at AutoZone.com. Get zone. AutoZone.
1: Hey, Tigers. This is Lake Cuppage with Lakeside Lodge, Clemson, the area's first luxury condo hotel. And we can't wait to open our doors to you. Lakeside Lodge isn't just another hotel, and it's not just another lake house. It's the best of both worlds. Top-of-the-line amenities like a pool, restaurant, and lounge with housekeeping and maintenance to make ownership easy. Visit our sales center at 906 Tiger Boulevard to learn more about this Clemson institution in the making. Lakeside Lodge, Clemson. It belongs here, and so do you. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com SCORE.
0: The smartest way to hire. And now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash score. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash score. ZipRecruiter.com slash score.
3: Did you know that excess belly fat increases the risk of heart attack, stroke, high blood pressure, and even cancer? It may be your belly fat that's causing your symptoms of type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, cholesterol, and sleep apnea. The Health Dare blasts belly fat and guarantees results or your money back. Average inch loss is 17 inches in 30 days, mostly from your belly. And at the Health Dare, the second person is always free because we won't let you do this alone. Call one 877 Me or go to idareme.com.
0: And now back to the Mark Childress Show on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. I was in the corner. Welcome
3: back in. Mark Childress Show every Wednesday night from 7 to 9. If you're in your car, if you are listening on the app, if you're listening on an internet browser, come on over to Facebook on the Roar's Facebook page. You can see us in studio. We're in the Pronx Studios in Greenville, South Carolina. Simulcast the show from here. We've got this fancy new Clemson helmet here in front of us from our friends at Green Gridiron. And, uh, we're experimenting with multiple cameras tonight. Just all kinds of fun stuff going on. If you're missing it out uh, over on the Facebook side, uh, please come hang out with us over there. Mark Childress here with Richmond Weaver. If you're just tuning in, Clemson softball splitting a doubleheader today, losing game one, two to nothing to Western Carolina, winning game two, eight to nothing behind an 11 strikeout, no hit performance from Logan Mall. First win in Clemson home softball history, first home run in Clemson home softball history, obviously, first no hitter and home uh, Clemson softball history or in Clemson softball history period. So what a fantastic uh, first day. Uh, Alex Wisnan, our uh, producer, was over at uh, the stadium today, said they were turning fans away from being able to get in. So uh, awesome stuff today from Clemson softball. Also, uh, we will be getting out of here about 825 to 830 this evening, giving way to uh, Clemson versus Pittsburgh, the Pitt Panthers, in uh, ACC action today. And uh, one of the most important things here, uh, Rich, There's so many teams bunched together right in the middle and bottom part of the ACC. Clemson needs to get a couple of wins because you don't want to be playing on what, that Tuesday night where they have the bottom six seeds or whatever playing one another? You want to find a way to get out of that, and you've got to beat the Pitt Panthers today if you want to see your way back to the middle uh, to avoid that extra game.
2: Agreed 100%, and it's huge that Amir Sims is going to be playing, even if he's yes. not 100%, just yep. him out there. I mean, obviously he could be, almost be a decoy from that perspective, and I'm also I want to see uh, Alex uh, get He's yes. Great opportunity to get more playing time. I love his mentality. He's got the shooter's mentality, and he's got a quick release, and I think he's earned the the opportunity of trying to continue to showcase because we know Clemson's struggling from three-point uh, percentage-wise. It's yes. the same way Pitt is. They're neck and neck, both of them shooting roughly 31%. Mm-hmm. Uh, but – Clemson shoots a lot more than Pittsburgh does. And, you know, it's one thing to be a three point shooting team, shooting a lot. You want to be shooting thirty eight to forty percent well Clemson's shooting thirty one percent and so that that puts a strain on the offense when you 're relying on the three point shot too many times yes. and and I think that 's what we 've seen in some of these games, especially down down the wire mm-hmm. uh, that you know trying to hit the home run ball hey, just get it inside let 's get two points and 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 move on from there, uh, but with Amir Sims, just based on with Pittsburgh, their lack of presence down low, that'll help that yeah. uh, Amir Sims will be, will be in the
3: game. There's right, a big difference between six and eight and five and nine in the conference, right? You've got North Carolina and Miami at three and ten. You've got Wake Forest at four and ten. Then you've got Virginia Tech, Clemson, and Georgia Tech all right there at five and eight. Then you've got Notre Dame, Pitt, and Boston College right there at six and seven. So Pitt's actually ahead of yes. uh, Clemson in the standings right now. So being able to get a win over them, then you have the tiebreaker over them as well at six and eight. This almost moves you back to the middle of the pack. So this is a big. This is a must. I know we keep saying this, but this is a must win for Clemson basketball.
2: It is especially. Especially knowing what else is coming on the schedule, yes, they're home games, so that you've got to like that. But the part that you don't like, it's against louisville and florida state yeah those are the next two home games exactly and that's that's going to be a tough task mm-hmm. just because the talent level we know at louisville and even at florida state especially with the length at florida state and it's amazing what leonard hamilton is being able to do at it florida is. state another every 20 year, win year season. after year i mean i remember when he was hired i questioned the hiring of leonard hamilton and he's proven a lot of people wrong he's he's flies under the
3: radar yeah and he looks like he's 30 years old as well. <laughs> I was like 71. I couldn't believe it when they said that. I'm like, man, he looks younger than me. And I'm not 71, nor am I 30. I'm somewhere in between. And uh, we'll leave it at that. So, hey, um, I don't know. I, we don't talk a ton of NBA on here. But the NBA All-Star Game is, uh, is coming up this weekend. And... They're doing things a little bit different this year. And just like with the baseball stuff I talked about in the last segment, they are basically having three separate quarters. The first three quarters of the game, they're going to reset the clock in each one of the quarters, and each one of the team, they're going to just compete in the quarter, right? Who can win the quarter? And there's some charitable donations that will go out based on the teams that win. Then when they start the fourth quarter, they'll go back and take all the combined scores from the first three quarters, and they'll add 24 points the top total in honor of Kobe Bryant, and then they'll play to that. So if it's 100 to 95 after the first three quarters. The final score of the game will be set at 124. And the first team that can get to 124 wins the ball game. So it's something called the Elam ending, which we've seen. And I've been trying to get the uh, guy that created the Elam ending on the show forever. We will get him on soon. Where It's just a concept to get out of the idea of how different the last couple of minutes of a basketball game can be, right? You play 58 minutes one way, and then if a team's down by seven or eight points, it becomes this, we're going to press you, we're going to foul you, you have to shoot foul shots and we rush down to the other end and shoot and things like that. The concept here is, is you just set a final score and the first one to it. So the Elam ending normally, with four minutes left in the game, you would add either seven or eight points to whatever the leading team's total is and you just play to that. The first team that gets there wins. So now you're playing the same kind of basketball. If you're behind in the Elam ending scenario, you're just trying to get stops. You're not necessarily fouling and trying to put people on the line. I think it's an interesting concept, and just like with the baseball rules, I love the experimentation. You're not harming anybody by doing it in uh, in the All-Star game. I normally watch the NBA All-Star game anyway, but I'll be glued to this just because it's different, and I like it, and I'm a nerd for this stuff.
2: Well, I, I will too because I do think it's interesting that they're – uh, tinkering with, especially how it's ending, uh, because the, one of the things that I hear most often from fans that are just on the periphery, yeah. uh, as far as basketball fans, mm-hmm. it's, gosh, it takes. However many minutes takes, you know, fifty minutes to play. You know, the
3: last two minutes, yeah. Exactly. Mm
2: -hmm. It's it's always the last two minutes takes twenty minutes to play because of the stopping and starting with all of the fouling, and Mm -hmm. that's what detracts from the game. And so this eliminates that obviously. And I'm anxious to see how this is going to parlay, especially also with the NBA All Star game, because what do people always say? Oh, they play no defense, right? Right. So now. I mean, they're going to have to play defense Mm -hmm. because they want to. It's not just a matter of time. It's they're going to have to get some stops, to your point, that uh, I mean, granted, they technically still have to with a clock. But I think there is a little bit more riding on this because there is a change. And also with the charity involvement aspect, because the winning team at the end of each quarter their designated charity gets $100,000. I think that's great. So there's some some incentive there. And then in the fourth quarter, then that winning team who ends up winning gets $200,000 for their designated charity. So, again, I think these guys are going to be into it. I do too. They they don't want to be the team that loses and their
3: charity doesn't get
2: uh, a a big uh, donation.
3: And that's the other thing about the NBA All-Star Game. Really, they don't start playing until about five minutes later left in in normal pass games, right? It's just a dunk contest. Guys don't even go back and play defense, so now I think it'll at least incent it to be a a big game the whole time, because normally before you could just tune in with five minutes left, but I want to say like four of the last five NBA All-Star games have been blowouts. Like one team has been up by 30 with five minutes left, so the game's essentially over already before it even gets there. So again, anything that's different, I like NBA All-Star weekend. I'll watch the three-point competition and the dunk stuff on Saturday night, and then Sunday uh, definitely watch the uh, the NBA all-star yeah. game with the different rules and the different yeah. ending. And I, I think like
2: it. I, I do too. And I, I think with the cumulative scores for the fourth quarter, that's why these guys are, they're going to compete in the first and second and third quarter now, Yes. because they don't want to be all of a sudden they're down by 60 points going mm-hmm. into the fourth quarter. Yep. Right. And so I, and then you add the 24 that they've got to get to. So I, I, I do like that. And obviously I like the significance of 24 honoring, Kobe Bryant. Yes. So that's and I'm anxious to see the All-Star weekend a lot just from that perspective. Yep. Uh to, again as a basketball guy and also as a guy that saw Kobe Bryant when he was in high school when I was assistant coach at Maryland Eastern Shore and I mean the buzz around him was just tremendous and then to get to see him throughout his whole career and remembering I saw that guy the summer before his senior year in high school, and... I knew immediately <laughs> that he that's was different. Cool. He was special.
3: Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, and I'm sure uh, with the dunk contest, I'd forgotten that Kobe was in the dunk contest when he was, what, either 18 or 19 mm-hmm. uh, until I saw some footage of that this past week. I'm sure every the whole weekend will be about uh, a Kobe Bryant, so I it think that'll, that'll add a, a new and interesting part of it as well. So, again, tinker away, NBA, and tinker away, Major League Baseball. I'm fine with you making changes. You need to. If you're not the NFL, you've got to start thinking, thinking creatively, and you've got to become more relevant, and messing with the rules, and messing with the playoff format, I think is a great thing.
2: And it's just as I would say to baseball, do something about also the regular season. And because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that would say, hey, the NBA All-Star game, it is it is what it is. It was entertainment. So why are yeah. you tinkering around, yeah. you know, with the format there? Well, I think it's a little bit of just experimentation, you know, to, to see how the fans would react. Because mm-hmm. they're also trying to do some things in the G League as well. But... I'm also the guy that's not afraid to say to basketball as well, shorten your season. Uh It doesn't need to be 82 games. The teams are already telling you, how long it should be with this load management. These guys are playing 66, 68 games right there. That's it. They're telling you what the length of the season should be. And so why deprive fans of situations where these superstars are not playing in games because of load management? Just go ahead and shorten the regular season. And people know they can circle on the calendar as long as the guy's not hurt. They
3: should be playing. Well, they're talking about uh, making those changes in a couple of years in the NBA, right, where every team in the NBA plays each other home and home. That's the season. Maybe you expand the playoffs a little bit. Maybe you put in, like, a midseason tournament, which you see over in European soccer a lot, where there's these different cups and things like that that you can win. Uh, Again, whatever changes you've got to make, especially if you're not the NFL, to be able to go out there and figure it out, I don't have any kind of problems with that at all, so... Because the NFL, what they have for the Super Bowl is over 100 million yeah, people watch. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. It seems like a month ago, right? That was just like a couple of weeks ago, right? Like a week and a half ago at the Super Bowl. Time is passing by mighty quickly. All right. Hey, hour number one in the books uh, coming up. Plenty of other things to talk about. I've got some breaking news for Braves fans. If you didn't hear it today, you might not want to hear it. We're going to continue to talk about Clemson basketball. Also, that Duke, North Carolina game last week. One of the most interesting basketball games I've ever watched. I've been looking forward to getting my basketball guy's opinion on it. Richmond Weaver over here. So, Richmond Weaver here with Mark Childress. This is the Mark Childress Show.
1: live from the...